0: Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At Dobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install.
1: For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now.
2: Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey.
1: Whoa! This is The View from Vitale, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor.
0: and T-Bone. I'm BK. You got BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. And right now, we're happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by Joey Vitale. He's the Blues analyst for 101 ESPN. He was in Denver last night for the Blues loss on the road at Colorado. He joins us as he does each and every Thursday here on BK and Ferrario. Joe, appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing on this beautiful Thursday morning?
1: Joey! 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 Joey, Joey, Joey. Joey.
2: Ah, fellas, doing ah. great. Doing great, fellas. I appreciate the pump-up. Needed it today. got it wait Late this morning, 3.30, we finally got Oof. in from Denver. And it ended up becoming almost an 8 o'clock start in Denver. and So a quick turnaround into today, but I tell you what, it's a, it's a beautiful day here in St. Louis. And uh, hoping, hoping for some blues wins starting tomorrow night. we got to start piling us up in a better direction.
1: Joe, I didn't even get to ask you last night on the broadcast, but how, how was Halloween, my man? Did you get a, a big oh, boatload question. of candy?
2: Halloween was great. Uh, my kids, uh, they, they were a little unwilling at first, but then they finally Smart. buckled. I, I, got, I got my only rule of Halloween. People have lots of Halloween rules. Stay together. Make sure you check in. I don't have any rules like that. I got the only rule is make sure every single Reese's Peanut Butter Cup in your bag comes into my belly by the end <laughs> of the night. That's really all that matters. So I got a nice little stash in the freezer. I, I basically go through all my kids' candy bags. I get all the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. They become mine. So all in all, I think I got about 13 or 14 packages. So I would say my Halloween was great, Alex. Thank you for asking. Nailed it.
1: That many Reese's Pieces Buttercups, you're good to go.
2: Yeah, I, Re- Reese's Canter. Peanut
0: Buttercups are easily number one. Those Uh-oh. are the top of uh, the list. I don't know about that one. Are though. you a Snickers guy? I'm a
1: Snickers guy. A I'm feeling. a Twix guy too. What the hell's that supposed to mean? That makes sense for you. <laughs> Have a Snickers. You're not yourself when you don't I mean, eat. Your Snickers are good. You need you need a little texture. You know, you, you, it kind of feels like
2: you're you're getting a little protein in your system yeah. by having the nuts. So yeah, I, you I need get some nuts and the chocolate. I got it. Yeah, no, it's yeah. all good. No, it was. Uh, it was wonderful. It was, uh, it was a great, good great night. It was a little chilly, which was a, a little unfortunate. It was a little chilly, Joe. It was freezing.
1: It 35 was degrees. I took Adelaide out and she was out there for like 15 minutes and said, Daddy Cold, I want to go in. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, okay,
2: we're good. Honestly, though, I think that's I, 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 first when I was like, heading out there, my oh this is kind of a bummer for the kids from the parents. I think it actually worked out perfectly because you really only want to be out doing this like 30, 45 minutes. Then you want to come back. So I'd say what, by eight thirty 30, I was cracking open a bottle of wine with my wife on the porch and the kids were already kind of trading candy upstairs. So it actually worked out pretty well. Yep.
0: All right, Joe, let's uh, talk a little bit about this hockey team. Um, I was listening to your breakdown last night and you were talking about, Hey, at five on five, this really isn't so bad right now. Unfortunately, the power play hasn't come through. We just got done finished or finished discussing that as well. What's up with this power play, Joe? What's your diagnosis of it?
2: Well, you know, I talked to Braden Shen about this too on the plane ride. Um, You know, he's always just, he's so, he's so full of knowledge of the game and he's got such a good temperature for the game and, and he just kind of wanted to see, you know, hey, what, is, what, what am I seeing from a pop? What are you thinking? And, and I just asked a ton of questions to him. And, and you know, I think we, we connected on, on one thing in particular, which was, uh, I mean this sincerely, I'm not just saying this because uh, I'm biased, but this team is, is not as far off as I think a lot of people may think. And I know you look at the score last night as a bit of a shellacking 4-1, but that game was a lot tighter than you think. You look at that game um, heading into the third period. They had a power play. It's a one-goal game. One shot, in this game is tied up. I mean, it's just been that close. Vancouver was a pretty lopsided one, but you look at their good performance in Calgary. They played good enough to win in Winnipeg. They had a couple of post, missed a few breakaways in Winnipeg. So uh, the, the point of it all is that this team, I know that they're in a little bit of down the dumps, and they're, they're finding themselves on the outside looking in. But but it's really really close. I think that the five on five scoring has uh, evaporated a little bit. I think that they're still getting used to this new defensive system, uh, the new defensive scheme, and they're they're struggling to find five on five offense. But not because they're not getting quality chances. I mean, you look at that game last night. Braden Shen on the back door. That could have been that could have been a tap in. They end up missing. Colton Parako hit the post. Sammy Belay had a wonderful grade eight chance. And this, these, these three chances, guys, are all in the game 0-0. Zero, zero. So you put one of those away, and all of a sudden, this may be a completely different game. Or maybe in the power play of the third period, you get back and you tie the game, and it's a completely different game as well. So with that being said, 5-1-5, uh, five five, the chances are there, and they know it's close. And they got to start taking advantage of that, and they know that. But the power play, to me, this is where the Blues are going to make the playoffs this year if they can figure out how to get this power play humming, because defensively it's looked, again, pretty, pretty good. I mean, Colorado, one of the best teams in the league. They had had them at one goal all the way to the third period. I think the second period against Colorado last night was maybe some of the best defensive hockey we've seen St. Louis play. All the speed, all the weapons of Colorado. They play a fast transition game, especially in Colorado, and they didn't give that McKinnon line a sniff. I mean, completely just uh, just, uh, uh, disappeared from that period was McKinnon and Ranson in line. So that kind of goes to show you how well this defensive structure can look when you play heavy defense and you're, and you're not going to get a lot of five on five scoring. And maybe you're not uh, taking advantage of the chances five on five. This is where you have to win games or your power, play. you have to figure out a way to get a goal, get to uh, maybe at the end of the night, you win three to one with an with empty netter. And the first two goals were those power play ones. And, and yes, you're not getting a lot five on five, but you have to get this power play going. Uh, I think it's, uh, they're still trying to figure out a way to establish one-timer. You have Yaku Verana in the lineup last night. They didn't really get as many looks to him as, as they were hoping for. Uh, and the other thing that I noticed, and you just kind of compare the, the power plays last night, and and it's not really fair to compare, but it kind of goes to show you what an elite power play looks like and what the Blues have to get to. But you look at, you look at the Blues, uh, a little bit stagnant, not a ton of movement. They're very positionally sound, looking for the perfect pass. On the flip side, let's look at one of the best power plays in the league like we saw last night. Constant movement. I mean, McKinnon's at the blue line, uh, being the quarterback. Then he's on his one timer spot on the right side. Then at one point he was on the left side by the goal line. Then he was behind that. I mean, there's just constant motion with those high skilled players. Uh, that's what a good power play looks like. And for St. Louis, it's really about how do we just take that next step to try to get there.
1: Joe, you mentioned Braden Shen, and this is a guy who I know does so much more than people see on the stat sheet. And after a game, they're like, ah, oh, the captain, Braden Shen's not doing anything. There's a lot more that he's doing. But it does seem like he's going through it a little bit. Do you get that vibe talking to him? Definitely. Definitely, Alex. I think that you know he he's fighting it a little
2: bit. You know, he was a bit quieter last night, um, and I think that he's, as a captain – you, you no longer just feel the woes of your own personal world, right? When, when you have a C on that on that sweater, uh, you, you take on the personality of the team. When the team's doing well, you, you have to figure out a way to, how do we keep this thing going? And the toughest part of being a captain is when you're in you're in situations like this where the team is struggling and you're struggling to find your game. Uh, that's what's been really hard. I think for Braden, it's been a transition. I think he's the first one to tell you. You go back to the home opener, Against the Seattle Kraken a couple of weeks ago, we're over there at Union Station as a pet. They're on stage with Cubs and I. We took a card to go from Enterprise to Union Station, and I just asked him, "How's the adjustment been?" And he, he just said honestly and frankly, he said, "Listen, it's just been different. You know, I'm I'm not used to doing this." He goes, "Look, it's an opening game that I'm on the ice in two and a half hours, and I'm going to Union Station for a party." This is it again. It's it's what captains do. It's the new responsibility that you take upon yourself. Uh so he fully embraces it, but but let's let's not kid ourselves. It's an adjustment. It's a big time adjustment. It's not just your world anymore. You have to be looking after, uh, talking to the media. You have to be doing pep rallies. You have to be the first one when they have you know Halloween parties um, for you know children uh, at, at Missouri Baptist to come over, and you have to be present. You have to be engaging. I mean, there's there's a different level of responsibility when you wear. And I think, I think he's feeling that. I think he's really, and it's going to take some time, but he is adjusting to that. And I think that as this uh, season continues, I know for a fact he, he would love to, A, get on the board, but more importantly, uh, as selfless of a player as he is, he wants to see this team kind of get back on the right tracks. But at the end of the day, you know, as a captain, the best way to help your team is to take care of yourself and take care of your game. And I think right now, he's just uh, continuing to sort that out in his own head.
0: Joe, final question that I've got for you. You mentioned last night at the end of your breakdown uh, post game that you think we could see a few different players in the lineup whenever they take the ice once again against the New Jersey Devils. What kind of changes do you foresee taking place with this team, if any?
2: Well, I w- one's going to be the goaltender because we have the, another back to back this weekend. You know, who will get the start uh, tomorrow against the Devils? Who's going to get the start uh, on the following night against the Montreal Canadiens? They do look a lot into past history. Um, you looked at Jordan Binning's last road trip, who typically had really good games in Vancouver. And that's why Joel Holfer got the, and uh, getting the Calgary game. So I think they're going to see a goaltender shift here a little bit, at least get someone else in the net. Uh, that's the obvious one. Uh, I think Scott Furnovich is, is a the player they need to get in there. They got to figure out a way to get him more minutes, get him more reps. Um, I don't know if I uh, loved Tyler Tucker last night. I thought at times he, he looked great. I think at other times, you know, he's still trying to find his game. It's a hard thing for a young player to kind of come in, come out. You're trying to constantly impress your coaches and impress your teammates and you're trying to do everything you can. But but this league is a very tough league, and that was a very good team they played last night in Colorado. But I think at times you got a little bit exposed. So it would not shock me one bit to see Scott Prunovich uh, back in the lineup, maybe a Robert Bortuzzo. Keep in mind, um, you know, BK, they went to that 11-7 set in Calgary. They did the same in Vancouver, I get that. But in Calgary, it certainly worked pretty well with Bortuzzo and Scott Prunovich in the mix there. So that's kind of one adjustment I think. Uh, I think you got to get Alexandrov in there. I think you know he's a forechecking, responsible uh, player. Where I think that they need a little bit more of that. Yaku uh, Varana ended up becoming the scratch uh, in that in that Canadian swing trip uh, because he was a little bit too much in the perimeter. And you know, I think Craig Brouwer wanted to see him dig his heels in a little bit, get to the get to the front, work hard on the forecheck. Uh, did he do enough of that last night to to stay in the lineup? I'm not quite sure. Uh, so I think Alexandrov could be another little shakeup right there. And, and I think this head coach is going to continue to shake things up uh, from the lineups from top to bottom. How do you find the chemistry? Uh, Adam Gaudette is a player that a lot of people are talking about. Uh, he's having an incredible start in the American Hockey League, former Northeastern Husky, and he's got eight goals on the year so far. So is it is it a call-up situation where you're, you've got to run a hot hand, like what Colorado did with Tufty? Uh, the other day he was ripping up the American League. you got to give a guy an opportunity, and uh, possibly we have see Adam Gaudet at some point uh, this weekend or maybe even to next week uh, with how well he's playing on there. So with the team struggling like the Blues have over the last two, uh, again, it's close. But if you're not getting the results you want, I think it's only the head coach's responsibility to continue to move things around and shift things around until you get the result you need.
0: Joe, appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoy yourself in this, uh, this upcoming homestand, which is going to be nice for you to be able to be at home for a little while. We appreciate the time as always. We'll talk with you again next week, my friend.
2: It sounds great, VK and Alex and Natana. Uh, Thank you guys. You guys have a great day.